Good day, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, welcome. Valerie M in the house, or AKM Maxfield, standing in my truth. And, you know, we've gone into February, haven't we now? And uh, for some people are still in lockdown, depends where you are in the world. But I hope you're all keeping it together as we do always positive affirmations. Which brings me to love. We don't know how to love, do we? Because right now, some of us are so numb. And when I say numb, I mean numb from grief. Whatever love you had inside is so null. And there's a big void. Because some of you have probably lost loved ones. Um, from partners to mothers, fathers, uncles, grandparents, you name it. You've probably never seen anything like this in your whole entire life. I think no one has, to be fair. I mean, we all have to die sometimes. But, you know, the the stark reality is, is that it is it's showing up in our face so close to home. And it's a pandemic. Who made up that word? But yeah, it's a pandemic. So, grief, where love lived within us, grief now resides. Oh dear. Now, before lockdown and COVID, one way or another, we've always, we've all lost someone and we all grieve differently. We grieve through drugs or we grieve through anger. We grieve through just sheer depression. And there's there's different levels of depression. You've got, you've got clinical, you've got grief depression, you've got hormonal depression. There is so many levels of depression, but we seem to just categorise it as depression. You know, you can have an anxiety attack. It's not necessarily depression. It's just that it's anxious, it's stress, it's fear. Or panic attacks. And a lot of people don't want to admit that the pains that they get into their chest and things like that is actually a stress, anxiety or panic attack. They automatically think that they're dying. And I'm only speaking because, again, everything I speak on my show is a true fact. And I have lived it. Hence why I'm called myself standing in my truth. With that said, going back to where does love live? Where do we find it? How do we claw it back? Do we even know how to get it back? I, for one, am trying. And so I challenged myself that... For 15 days in February, that I would put it out there. Because, look, time is not, it doesn't save, you can't save time. I could talk to you today and be gone tomorrow. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. I'm just trying to awaken our energy of love. perfect listen I woke up this morning so angry and I don't know why 
Now, it, it could well be because my team lost last night. I'm an avid football supporter for those who know me. And it could be that my team lost. But I try not to take on the energy of, of the football anymore because it used to actually dictate my thought process and my day and my life. Yes, I am one of those people. And I've had to just admit, it's when you actually admit that someone or something that you support just never is going to win. But for the love of that team, you still support them. Which brings me to the same thing about your family or your friends. If you've chosen that person as your lover, your husband, your boyfriend, whatever you want to call it, your little KFC side chick, (laughs) which I keep laughing because, you know, I've never seen Mr. KFC with his missus, you know, on any advertising. So where does side chick come from? But hey, I like to digress, but let's bring it back to the love. And it's the same process. Here you are with someone, male or female, whoever it is, and they have faults. And you see beyond that fault and still love them. And even though their faults might be so irritating, there is something about them that still endears you to them, to still love them. God only knows why. But yeah, but you know what I'm trying to say. But when you do fall out of love, do you ever ask yourself why? You fell out of love. What was it that made you fall out of love with that person? Were they abusive? Or did they not inspire you? Or stimulate you? Or invigorate you? Or was the sex that bad? Because, you know, if the sex was bad and you were still with them, there had to be some other qualities about them that the sex played second fiddle. Or was it that when they smiled, the room lit up? Or when they spoke to you, the butterflies literally just churned in your stomach. But then after a while, their true character point comes to the front. Or something happens just out of character and it throws you. And just that one flaw can change everything about a person. It's just crazy how the human mind works. What I don't understand is people who are in abusive relationships and they are getting abused verbally um, uh, or mentally and they still hang on in there hoping that he or she or, you know, even their children are going to change. But I, 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 I just don't get it. You know, and it could be fear. I'd love someone to tell me, you know, if they've been in that situation, you know, why did you hang on for so long? Were you scared because you didn't think you could cope on your own? Or was it the fear of being on your own? What was it? And when you did make that decision to step away, how did you feel? I'd love to have that conversation. So anybody that, you know, listens to this, if you want to answer my dilemma, please drop me a note in this this podcast and let's talk about it.
what I have found, and it will be in my next my next podcast, which is tomorrow, because I'm doing daily ones this week, is, and I won't use the phrase just yet, do you find that your thought processes, your energy levels are so high that every time you're having a conversation with, with people that are on the same, who are vibrating on the same level as you, literally speaks out your thought process and you just want to jump and go, Eureka, wow, I was just thinking that, damn. That's the vibration you're vibrating That's the energy you're pushing in. And somewhere in there, there's love in there. Because you have to sort of love yourself to feel energy. I mean, positive energy. When you start, when you're doing the negative, when the negative creeps in, that is when you're not loving the person inside. It becomes complicated. When in fact, it could be just that simple. I woke up this morning so angry and um, I hate when that happens because then I start to have the whole anxiety and I can't put my finger on it. And I had to say to myself, what are you angry about? Why are you mad at, at this person? And, and why is that person coming to your head? And why are you thinking of them like that? And it was just a lot. And I literally had to just go to my back garden door and I grabbed myself some ginger tea with lemon and I just stood there and I looked at the sky and I thought just breathe because you're in here procrastinating and being angry whilst everyone else is just getting on with their day they have no clue there are people who are dealing with cancer sufferers at home there's people who are losing loved ones and here you are being angry at something that is not even visible in your face. So I started to think of love. And as soon as I chose the word love to sort of wash my face in it, my body and, you know, touch myself up and down and and then lick my lips. Not in a sexual way, but I imagined myself loving, being loved like that. The anger eased, the anger soothed, and I found that I could have conversations. You know, I was, I was responding to texts very nonchalantly, and you could see that I am being, you know, you know, I, I can't even use the words that I want to use to be uh, because it was just not nice. You know, and I thought, really in, really in, really in. Because you, I know that I could, I could use words to hurt people. I don't need to swear to hurt someone. But verbally, I know how to put a whole diatribe together and take you down. And I don't like when I get to that. I do not like when I'm in that type of place. I hate when I get to that type of place. It's when you recognise things like that. I'm proud of myself because I now recognise when I'm angry. And I'm proud of myself that even when the mist is going between amber and red, 
I can still stop myself from saying the scorpion sting and anger that comes out. And I kind of recoil and I say to myself, this is not necessary. Would I like if someone spoke to me like that? Or I say, oh, do you know what? I don't know what level of place that person's at. So I could trigger them by saying certain things and it would affect them. And I don't really want that. Because at the moment we are so volatile. You know, we've always been volatile, to be fair, as human beings. We're just even more so within COVID lockdown. We don't know when this is going to end. Um, for you, for, I, I can only speak for myself. I live in absolute fear. I'm holding on for dear life. But I still try to keep my creativity, whether it be being creative in my home, whether it be create in trying to create different ideas within a, a business frame or a work capacity, I try. I don't log myself anymore in front of the TV as much as I used to. Um, as I said, visually, social media, I wasn't strong enough to see and scroll or see and not and not commentate or see and not be annoyed. I had to learn the difference of see and leave it alone or just leave it alone for a while. Protect my soul, protect my sanity. And as I said, love started to love who I am and no longer hate how I looked. So, for today's episode, which is, what is love? What is love? And there will be subjects I'll be talking about, missing fathers, missing mothers, or should I say absentee parents? What the effect of those and how does it stop you from loving yourself? Not being able to love you. I have children, but you don't love them as you should. Yes, there are people out there like that. They cannot, they have children, but they struggle to, to, they put so much pressure on themselves that they don't know how to love their children. Or had been in so many bad relationships that you don't know what love is. And then there's a flip side where you actually know what love is and you've felt love, you've experienced love, you've been in the most amazing relationships or you still are in relationships. All of this is to come in different segments on the Daily Blood podcast for 15 days and you can catch all of this live 6.30, would you believe it? I think it's 7 o'clock I'm going out in the mornings. As of next Monday, the... Oh, God, what's next Monday? I think it's the 8th, the 8th of February. I go out on a live radio show and then I go live on Instagram in the evening at 6.30. Talking about the love zone. And it's quite different to this because the love zone is literally reading stories of people who found love, lost love, 
uh, fantasize love. So join me. But I will update you every day as we go along. And this is not just for February. I'm starting a process that I'm hoping that, and it's for me. And you're quite welcome to join me in that journey every day. Question yourself. Let's bring back the love. With that said, this is Valerie M. Tuning out, standing in my truth. Have a wonderful day.